what is up everybody you are in tune to the cowboy cast here at ffsn and definitely cowboys global cast actually and we are dc4l we are dallas cowboys for life you got your hosts right here my man tom tom how you doing bro yo yo what's going on man um hey man i'm good feeling fresh your i noticed you changed your twitter handle tell tell everybody your, your twitter handle your new tw- twitter handle yeah so uh so the new twitter handle is uh automatom so it's a uh, underscore a u t o m a t o m underscore all right um, so he changed it you guys automaton you got to check him out of course mine is at victoria 52 so you can definitely tap in with me all over social media that way i'm on ig and twitter but tom so man what's been going on are you excited bro this is draft week bro like we finally made it it's here you excited it's nfl offseason christmas yeah i'm excited man i can barely contain myself (laughs) christmas has come early christmas has come early oh yeah man this is this is great i can't wait man thursday night let's jump into it man look i mean so there's been all this talk 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 Hey, uh, Cowboys going to get a tight end. Cowboys going to get a tight end. Cowboys going to get a tight end. First of all, I think anybody who's saying that has never really watched this team play, right? If they ever watched the team play, they would know just because we lost Dalton Schultz don't mean we lost tight ends. Am I right? Yeah. And and I mean, also, so I, I think... I think something that people need to remember in terms so like we're getting into the whole like are we aren't we right like are we gonna draft a tight end everybody it seems like every mock now is, like has us getting like Michael Mayer right like at 26 every it seems mock. like every single one of them and like Cowboys Nation nation is just divided right down the middle on this issue right there's gonna be it's uh, on on Thursday night that half half of Cowboy Nation is gonna be very very happy and the other half is gonna not be very happy um so i think one thing that's important to to remember is that i i think we pretty easily could have retained dalton schultz so to me that's evidence that we don't that either uh, uh, well i'll say this i think it's evidence that that they think that they think a lot of 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 Ferguson and Hendershaw and they think that they can do the job. I don't think that that, I don't think that's 100% proof that they're not going, that they're not going after a tight end at 26. But I think that Dalton Dalton Schultz, you know, was able to, you know, fulfill that role uh, competently, right? I mean, solid reds on target. I mean, we've been, we've been, we've been through it, right? Like not, and not elite at the position, but he's good. He's a good little tight end. And they just, they let him walk, you know, it wasn't, and it was like, what, one year, 8 million, something like that. Is that what it was? The Texans? Yeah. I mean, um, you know, actually we offered it, we were offering more money than the Texans. He he wrote out, you know, we wasn't really trying to get him, you know, he, he wanted to be, he wanted to leave the organization to me. So here's the deal to me. This is what I think, bro. Like, honestly, <laughs> is Michael Mayer better than Peyton Hendershot or Jake Ferguson. You might say he's better than Hendy. But I, I, he's not better than Jake. And Jake Jake proved it. In the time where Jake had to start, and, and he made big plays. He scored some touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, and then here's the other thing. Uh, Michael Merrick doesn't have separation. Like, watch the film. Watch the film. 
boy ain't getting separation. Can you say that about Dalton Kincaid? Dalton Kincaid gets separation, but Dalton Kincaid's back. That's one of the things that has yeah. been there, but nobody's really paying attention to that. I, I'm not here trying to poke holes in those other players. All I'm saying is, is that we'll need a tight end. It, it, it not not at 26. Should yeah. we take one in the draft? Absolutely, yep. Yep. but not at 26. Yeah, I think 26. I think I think we need to take one, but not at 26. I think that. I mean, what did what did Jerry say today? He said that they have what 15, 15 to 20 guys with first round grades. Is that what they said? Yeah. I really think one of those guys is going to be. I really think one of those guys is going to be at 26. And I, I don't think that that means there's going to be a lot of, you know, true second rounders that get taken before the Cowboys. It's just that, you know, teams' boards look different, right? So you could have 25 guys get taken before that spot that are all first rounders on the their respective teams, you know, boards. But we're going to get somebody that we really like at 26, and I don't think it's going to be a tight end. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm very confident at that. I don't know about the, the the comment where Jerry said if they fall to us, they have warts. I don't, I don't know about that, Jerry, man. I, I don't get the warts thing, but hey, you know, Jerry has a, a way of being creative. And I don't I don't get it yet, but okay, all right. Maybe when I get old, I will. Yeah. Um, so when as I'm looking at the draft, bro, and I'm looking at our draft board, and I'm saying to myself, okay. 26 what do we do we've already explored the option you and i both talked about moving up and the reason why we talked about moving up and i'm gonna let you elaborate on this some more is that you know there's a 53 there's a 53 man roster you know what i'm saying and when you look at our roster put together as a whole this thing is solid man i mean <laughs> you know it's solid do we we've got guards we picked up a guard from the jets uh what's his name um oh uh, Adoga. Oh uh, yeah, we picked that's up Adoga. Yeah. We picked up Adoga. Um, so that's an extra guard. Walesco is gonna play inside, right? So Walesco's playing inside, Adoga's playing inside. That's two, right? Um, we still have Tyler Smith, who who can who probably gonna start in the, in the inside if everybody's healthy. We have Tyler Smith starting in the inside, and then you have Tyron Smith on the outside, and then you have Steele if he's healthy on the outside right so and yep. then you still have ball i don't really count ball but you know i'd like to roll him <laughs> like a ball right on yeah. about the star but it's yeah, cool you i might, mean you, you might you know, get your wish <laughs> you know second third round player you know it is what it is so and then we don't even have to talk about who we got over there at the other guard we know it's, it's <laughs> you know what i'm saying all world our guy reliability yeah mr reliability so we got in there right so I mean, honestly, when, we, when we're talking about draft, we don't necessarily need to get a guard. We don't need, necessarily have to get a tackle. Remember, tackles um, in, in college play, make better guards. That, that's something that, you know, everybody who tells you in the draft, they'll tell you. If you're watching people in the draft, they'll tell you. College tackles usually make great guards. Now there are so, and I know this isn't. I know you're not saying all tackles can slide inside and move play the position. You're just saying, like, a guy who has made a college career out of playing guard versus a guy at tackle who can also play guard. A lot of there's a lot of uh, cases where those tackles sliding over have been very successful. Um, yeah, our all that's, world. Yeah, that's that's very true. Our all world guard 
came from Notre Dame, right? Yeah. Yeah, he oh, was he oh, was he playing left? Did he play left tackle in college? He or did he played play right tackle, tackle in college. He played, yeah, he played you know left what I'm tackle. You yeah. sl- you're able to slide them in, yeah. and and it and it works. It works. Yeah, it's just that so, some some of these guys. I mean, is it the Paris Campbell? Is he like six seven or something like that? Like he's not sliding over playing guard. Like that's <laughs> no. just that's too any, tall. Any tackle with long reach and long arms yeah. usually stay at tackle, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's the it's the the guys who are tall that don't have long arms. Yep. They're better inside, right? Yep. And that's but considering. The- yeah, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm cutting you off. No, go ahead. Well, so what I was gonna say is like considering. So it's like we know if we're healthy. Like, let's just say Tyron's healthy, Terrence still ready week one, week two, whatever. Like, we're we're healthy and we stay healthy the entire year. We know. That like, assuming Tyron just does, doesn't all of a sudden start playing, you know, doesn't all of a sudden fall off the cliff. Like we're gonna have a good offensive line, right? And like whoever we draft, it's possible that they might not get a lot of playing time. You know, if we if we get, if we draft at twenty six, and I'm not trying to make the case that you know, therefore we should not you know draft there, but given given that the only given that the best chance for a a guard or tackle who's drafted theoretically drafted at 26 to get on the field is for someone to get hurt i'll kind of like the idea of that of that person being someone who's versatile and can play multiple spots so like a darnell Wright, like we've talked about it you're hearing you know if you're on cowboys twitter you you're seeing people talk about it it's like he's you know kind of being people who are mocking him to the cowboys are sort of have him filling, you know, a guard spot, right? Right. But like, I like the idea of, hey, this guy's this guy's played tackle in college too. So we, you know, we have an injury or two, um, you know, at the tackle spot, he can slide out and play tackle too. You know, I mean, he's been he's been doing it at Tennessee. Um, that's another reason why, I like, um, why I like Avila. It's like we're kind of in this spot where it's like, if we're healthy, like we're pretty set. But if we're not healthy, then we need some help. But we don't really know: is it going to be at center? Is it going to be at guard? Is it going to be at tackle? You need like you somebody don't know. who can play multiple so, positions. You know, Avila can play center and guard. You know, um, Darnell Wright um, can play tackle and guard. Osiris Torrance, he's a pure guard. So like, you draft him, like you're counting. Like if you know, um, you know, Tyron goes down, like he's not sliding out to tackle. Maybe Tyler Smith sli- sliding out. To, I don't, and I don't even know necessarily if Tyler Smith isn't going to come out you know, um, you know, at the tackle spot. But anyway, just versatile guys. Like, I, I, I like the I like the idea of if we're going to grab one at 26 or 58, so getting PK, somebody with some versatility. We got we have that one spot at the line position. We we're set on a quarterback. We have uh, I, I was I would argue we have one spot at the wide receiver position. Right. We have one spot at the tight end position. Flip the ball. We got one spot at the defensive line position and we have one spot at the linebacker position that's five players now get this those five out of those five only three i think will make the 53-man roster the others will be on the practice team so here's the deal moving up to to and yeah. losing some of our later round picks it's a great idea if you're going to get your your three guys the three guys on your board and you're going to get them, hey, that's a great idea. You know, um, because you would have literally three spots 
to fill. And, and if you fill those three spots, awesome. But yeah. if you move down and you get some more draft picks, now you have an opportunity. You may hit on one. You may say Yahtzee. Yahtzee. Hit on, <laughs> hit on one. And the next thing you know, this is the greatest player since sliced bread. You know what I'm saying? And, and that yep. may happen. But, Tom, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, like, what do you do, man? Like, talk to me. Yeah, so, Trey, I mean, so here's the thing. Is that nobody really likes the idea of, well, so it's like everyone's, most people have their eyes, uh, you know, their sights set on, like, a player, you know, two players in the first round that they just have just completely fallen in love with. And, like, in most cases, they would be willing to give up, you know, an extra third or fourth rounder, like, whatever, to, like, move up four spots you know, into the middle of the round or whatever, um, you know, in order to take that guy. But like, generally, you don't like the idea of giving up more picks for less picks, right? Um, and like, to to piggyback on your point here is it's like, our problem is that we've drafted really well in like the fifth and sixth round over the last few years, right? Oh, and, and with, the, with the picks that we get at the end, like when we just bring people to the team, we get we get some of those. We pick up some of the best players. That's where we got Hendershot. Yeah, from. I mean Hendershot. Yeah, Hendershot's on the team, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we we just we've been finding guys all over the draft, and I'm not talking about you know finding all pro all pros and you know and pro bowlers like. But here here's the thing: is like great teams. They've got you know you got to have a good quarterback, right? You got to have a couple of good skill position players. Um, you know, you probably got to have a really good, at least one really good pass rusher. Um, you got to have somebody really good in the secondary. And like, other than that, like there are some, you know, teams like Philly that are just like stacked everywhere. Then you have other teams just like, they just have NFL players everywhere. And what I mean is it's just like, they don't have anybody that you're just dying to replace, right? That it's just like that. You look at that spot or that position group and just say, this is a serious, serious problem. And if we don't solve it, we can't compete. And like... There's a couple of spots like on the team that like we know we need to improve because like we're trying to win a Super Bowl. Like we're not trying to make the playoffs, right? Like we're trying to get a ring. But like we have NFL players all over the roster. All over. All over. And so what do I mean? We have a pick in every round, right? So we have seven picks. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, right? We yeah. have seven picks. We don't have seven. We don't have seven spots. We and got so, seven spots. I just counted them out. We got five, but literally only have three. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, like, we're going to – there's going to be, like, you know, Idoga, we just signed him, and people are like, all right, cool. Like, we kind of – we, 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 we um, you know, solved, uh, the you know, depth at guard, you know, problem. He might not make the team. Like, do not be surprised if he doesn't make the team. We draft a guard. You know, I mean, like, it can, it can happen. Like, that's a real possibility. There's going to be guys that you're going to say, like, wow, like, you know, He's not a star or anything, but like that guy contributes, like, you know, and that's an NFL player that's going to get cut. Like, it's going to happen. And so I think that generally the calculus around, you know, do we make this trade? Do we not, you know, make this trade is like, there's, you know, and, and every team's got their own math. Every team's got, you know, different ways that they go about valuing, you know, the, the 38th pick in the draft versus, you know, the 10th pick in the draft. You know, how much more valuable in this draft, like, is that pick? But so there's this trade, you know, there's this draft pick value chart that I think Jimmy Johnson like made in the early nineties or, you know, they were wasn't Jimmy. Kind of, it wasn't they, Jimmy? They, they attributed to Jimmy, okay. but it wasn't Jimmy. It was, it well, was, whatever his name's on it. As yeah, far as, the, as far as the, credit for that, 
but I forget <laughs> the guy's name. He was an insurance guy that Jimmy yeah. hired, and he came and he came up with the the chart, gave it to Ain't Jimmy. That always Jimmy how it works. More than glad, more than happy to take the, the yeah. credit for that. But go yeah, ahead. The best you can do is just make your boss look like a genius. Um, <laughs> yeah. So if you see the Cowboys move up in some spot, and you go and you know and uh, refer to your little you know NFL you know draft trade value chart and say well you know this doesn't add up like we're giving up too much it's like what we don't that those those some of those picks are let later in the draft are less valuable to us because it's somebody that's i mean very good chance they won't make the team so like why not you know trade it in just to trade it to a team that's that it's worth more to that's like there are teams out there they've got 40 nfl players and like they're those six rounders you know, that's not as valuable as like a third. I'm not trying to make it out like it's this super valuable draft pick, but they're trying to fill up slots, you know? And like, yeah. we're not. Like, we're trying to get better. So, I don't... I mean, I, Miami doesn't have a first round. Uh, the, the 49ers and the Browns don't have picks until late in the third. So, I mean, <laughs> there, there are people who would love to, yeah. to jump up and get extra picks, you know, uh, that, that would give assets to somebody that we can take and then use to give to somebody else to get a, a, a draft. So, I mean, there's some willing and dealing that's going to happen. There's yeah, and now and what I think what I think is more likely to happen is not that they will move up in the first round because I feel like a lot of the guys that, like, you would want to go get aren't really at positions, positions of need. So that's, like, just a little less incentive to do it. You know, it's like you're not really filling a hole. You're just kind of adding a talent, which, I mean, is really tempting in and of itself. But it's like... You wouldn't do that to go get a cornerback. You you would you'd be surprised to see them do that or to do that to go get an edge, you know, rusher, rusher or a tackle, you know, or a quarterback, you know. Um, so I would expect I, I would expect if they're gonna do it, I I would expect them to um, you know, give multiple picks to like move up in the second round or to, you know, trade you know, trade a trade a second and a third, you know, to, to move up early in the second or you know, trade the third and fourth to move up to earlier in the third or like something like that. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, look, so, be on the lookout for all something right. like that. A couple questions. And we're, we're, we're going to go through these lightning rounds. Um, so my, my question is for you. Uh, first first round, if our guys are not there, let's all agree. Let's agree on our guy. Let's agree. Let's agree on our big board guys. Quinn Johnson. Yep. Yeah. We can agree on that. But John Robinson. Yeah. I mean Okay. I'm I'm gunshot. I'm gunshot on the running backs, like in the first round. But like, I mean, we can't sit here and call him a generational talent and be like, no, I'd pass on him at twenty six. So I think you gotta get him. Okay. Is I know Drew Sanders is on our big board. But is he there for 26? Is that a, a person we would reach for at 26? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. He's either somebody who you're going to deeply regret taking at 26 or you're going to deeply regret not taking at 26, I think. It, it's just he's – I mean, he came out of high school as a five-star athlete, right? Um, I think he was playing defensive end at Alabama for two years. Yeah. Um, transfers to Arkansas, plays – you know, plays linebacker there for one year. Lights out. And, I mean, he – you just watch his tape, and, I mean, he just – I mean, he's electric. This yeah. dude is electric. Um, 
it's just he's gonna be that guy if like if we get him at 26 he's gonna be that guy that you're like you know one game you're like oh my gosh we got a star at 26 and the next game you're gonna be like scratching your head like what is this dude doing like he's gonna he's a project and i he might he's probably gonna be a project this guy he's gonna come in and make some plays it's gonna be like a roy williams type dude that you're just like a couple times a game you're just like whoa you know but then just does some boneheaded stuff so like i don't know what does that equate to does that mean these were taken at 26 or I don't, I don't know, man. I'm not sure I would so, do it. So those are big, big, bo- oh, oh, uh, Darnell, Darnell, uh, uh, is it Wright or Williams? Uh, Darnell Wright. From, okay. From Tennessee. Yeah. Those yeah. are four guys. Those are guys, big boy guys, 26. Those guys aren't there. Should we trade back? So I'm going to throw you for a loop here because like, you know, sort of when when the draft cycle first started like what were we talking about bpa bpa best player available best player available like we're in a spot to do it like if the cowboys aren't going to do it then who would right and we got a roster full of nfl players like you know best player available man there there's i would take and i mean obviously like there are uh, there are other guys i like more in the first round but just like somebody who i actually could see there at 26 and i would love for to see them take is deontay banks cornerback maryland I just love this dude. He's tall. He's a freak athlete. Um, you know, he could he can play all of, he I mean he could play in the slot easily, no problem. Um, that's somebody I don't think I could I don't think I would pass up at 26. But, but so it's like you you got Deron Bland, you got Jordan Lewis, still ain't did nothing with Brown. Um you you got um uh, what's the guy we just uh brought over from the Colts? Uh uh, Devon Gilmore, yeah, Gilmore, and then we got Diggs. So I mean, we I'm drafting a cornerback first round. Well, this is where. So if I was you and I thought like you do about Deron Bland, then like no, I'm not. I'm not drafting Deontay Banks. But I'm me, and I think the things I think about Deron Bland. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I think he's a good player. Like I think he's a good player, but like he's not gonna he's not gonna have six or seven interceptions like next season. Like I don't think. Like, I think that was a little bit of an outlier. Like, I do now, think... If he does, I need for you to apologize to Deron Bland on the show. I need for you to apologize. I will do it. Hey, and I'm a big Deron Bland fan. Like, I don't think that that was, like... he. We talked about this. Like, he covers well. He gets his head around. The dude is going to get interceptions in the league. But, like, I mean, seven... Like, just the, the clip at which he was getting... At which he was, you know, uh, you know getting interceptions last season, like... I just don't see I don't see that happening again. Um they gotta like, go after somebody. Gotta go after somebody. Do you, that's true. You gotta that's go after point. somebody. That's it, a good point. I like Deontay Banks. He's tall, he's physical, <laughs> he's big. Um and people why y'all keep hearing us talk about tall. I'm gonna tell y'all why they keep what why Tom is talking about tall. This is why Tom is talking about tall. It, it, if you're familiar with basketball and the zone defense. When you play zone defense, like Syracuse was long with Carmelo Anthony and and Peter Ward, not Peter Ward, but Ward. Hakeem. They were really, really long, right? You had to throw the ball over and the windows were tighter. So when you have long cornerbacks, why Dan Quinn loves long cornerbacks, that's why, because he makes you long long uh, cornerbacks, long linebackers, tall defensive uh, um, tackles, and tall defensive ends. He loves it. 
because it just makes it harder to throw over. You know, yep. when you got these little quarterbacks out here, you know, you got to throw it in spots and it's just super hard. So yep. that was why yep. he keeps talking about long. Go ahead. Yeah, and I mean, it, and, and, and this guy in particular, I mean, he could add, you know, 10, 15 pounds in the next three years and play safety, like no problem. I mean, the dude's physical, he's fast. He runs a four three. He's I don't know, some depending on where you look. Like I don't he, I don't know what he measured at the combine. I think he's like six two maybe, um, two hundred pounds. He's 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 a, he's a big he's a big kid. Um, I like him a lot. I like him a lot better than Joey Porter Jr. Um, a lot better. I, I, I have to say I do too. But you know I can't say that around Steeler fans because I know man you know, they they love Joey Porter. So know. you know we gotta love his son. Know. You know. It's kind of like know. we got to take him and Smith's son when he come out. Like, you know, I, it's like, we you got to do it. Like, I, I don't, yeah, I, I, no. Um, so yeah, I'll just let that, them come to that conclusion themselves when he gets like <laughs> 10 flags next year. So my question is, my question is, Kim, people, if we don't have our guy, do we draft yeah. back? So is this, this is, this is a question for me? That's the question for you. Yeah, so, you know, we're talking about how we, we just got done talking about how we can't really make use of like the picks that we have, right? Or, you know, it's just there some of those later round picks aren't as valuable to 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 a deep team, you know, as they are to uh to to teams that this guy's supposed to fill. Um so like the idea of trading back and accumulating picks, I just I would I would like to see us trade back and then maybe and then maybe trade back up or trade back in such a way where we're giving up multiple we're having to give up multiple to get multiple and I'm not saying hey we're just looking to just give a pick away but it's like you know rather than you know trading the 26th for you know the 38th and the 70th you know you you trade the 26th for you trade the 26 26 and 129 you know um to you know for for 35 and what would that be 60 67 you know something like that um to move up you know even just a couple of spots um and i'm sure that math doesn't really work out the way that i was saying it but i guess it's just like i don't want to do it in such a way where we pick where we accumulate you know picks that we can't really make use of but i just think if we get if we get if we get to 26 I don't want to. I don't want to draft a second round talent at 26. You know, I don't. I don't want to do that. And I would suspect there's going to be one, two, maybe three teams that you know have a first round grade on somebody who's available there to us. You know, at 26, maybe a Will Anderson. Um, you know, I mean, I like the guy. I don't know if that's really a good, you know, spot for us to 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 take an edge rusher. Um, you know, or or um, who's the guy out of uh, Kansas State? Uh, Felix, Felix, as a, I can't, I can't think, yeah, think about it. You, you, Something Kansas difficult. State Kansas State yeah, guy. Kansas State uh, guy. You know, maybe, maybe there's, you know, maybe there's a team in the second round that's got a, you know, first round grade on like one of those guys and, you know, wants to trade back up. Um, you know, I, I, I like that. I mean, obviously I like the idea of doing that a lot better than I do taking a second rounder. Um, you know, at, at 26. So, so let me ask you, okay, all right. And my next question, what is, they, they, they list our needs as running back, defensive tackle, um, offensive lineman, 
and uh, no, excuse me, running back, uh, defensive uh, tackle, wide receiver, and cornerback. That's what they list our needs as, right? That's the four things they list our needs. What is the most crucial thing for us to get in this? Oh, and linebacker. What are the most crucial things for us to get in this draft, in your opinion? It's hard to say. I think we're more wide receiver rich and linebacker poor, but you just can't have too many of them. Like there's just, there's not a team in the league that you look at and say, they got a too many wide receiver problem. Um, and like linebackers just not really a premium position in the NFL. You can kind of make do without having, you know, game breakers at that spot. And so while I do think that that's the weakest position group right now, and I mean, maybe Damone Clark comes out and, you know, makes the leap and, you know, maybe LV has so. another, has another healthy season, you know, at middle linebacker and maybe, you know, is it Devin Harper? Is that guy we haven't really seen very much of? Yeah, Devin Harper. You know, maybe Promote maybe one of these play. guys, you know, kind of, you know, turns into an NFL player, um, you know, is contributing on the field. Um, and maybe it's not as much of a problem. But the way it looks now is that that's quite a few ifs for this to not be a weak group. And so I don't really want to see them sp- spend a premium pick on, uh, you know, on some guy. Unless it's like this is too. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like I I would hate to see them spend a premium pick on a guy on on a linebacker unless we were really sure that they were going to come in, um, you know, and be great. Um, but I do think that I would really love to see them get Drew. I would so love to see them get their hands on Drew Sanders. I like Drew Sanders. I like Trent Simpson, and I like Jack Campbell. All three of those guys. I know you. I know you like. I don't. I'm not sure how I'm pronouncing it correctly, but Dion Campbell, Washington State. He's just so small. He's like 220. He's like 225. I mean, he's that's. that's but a I don't like him over linebacker. those guys that you mentioned. Yeah. Okay. I like him. I, I, he's yeah. a name that I would take if none of those guys are on the board. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But those I would, three guys that you mentioned are the dogs in this draft. If we got our hands on one of those guys at like. So if we drafted one of those guys at 26, I would be going, oh my God, I hope this works out. Um, if we got any of those three guys at 58, I'd be thrilled. I would be thrilled. Um, that would be one of the picks that I would be more excited more excited about than any other in this draft is if we got one of those three guys at 58. I don't think any of, I don't think any of those three are gonna fall to 58. Um, and they're three very different players, but um, so I don't know if that really answers your question about the, the, the you know, the, the position group that I. No, you, you I just, just like, said the, the most, the one we got to get is linebacker. So, okay. And, and, and in my opinion, I think the one we got to get is receiver or running yeah. back. You know, the reason why I say that is we don't have Tony locked up for a long-term deal. Ronald Jones is not the answer either, right? Yeah. Davis, Malik Davis, I like, but you know. Are we gonna put put the franchise on Malik Davis back? Yeah, nah. We and 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 there's still a chance that we bring Zeke back, but I mean, still, you know, Zeke is not the Zeke of old, right? But see, here here's the thing. Here's the thing about that is that like this is the only argument that I have against. So like the, the argument right now is like, hey, we need a running back because Tony Pollard is on the franchise tag, right? And we're not gonna tag him again next year and pay him 
you know, 13 million or whatever it's going to be. Like, we're not going to pay that to a running back. So, like, he's probably gone after this year, right? Unless, I, I mean, I want him in a cowboy uniform, but I'm guessing he's going to ask for more money than we're going to want to pay him. You know, especially just coming off of that Zeke contract. You know, I think we're going to be a little gun shy when it comes to, you know, signing running backs to long-term, you know, lucrative deals. Um, but so that's the argument, right? Is it's like Tony Pollard, he's going to be gone next year. So we need to hurry up and solve like the running back position. Well, here's what I say to that is that every year in the NFL draft, you can find running backs in the second, third, fourth round that can come in and be your bell cow day one. So I say, I'm not saying let's not draft a running back, but like I'm more comfortable waiting until pretty late in order to do that. Um, well, and saying, I mean, hey, I get that. Spend, I get spend that. a fifth rounder. Yeah, go ahead. I get that. But I'm just saying it's a position of need for us. I think it's a position of need. You said linebacker. I said running back and wide receiver. That's but why is it a position? I don't understand why it's a what? So it seems like there's two different ways to think about position of need. And it's like, there's a hole there right now. We need to fill it. Or two, there's not a hole there right now, but there's going to be one next year. And we need and to go ahead. And that's what I'm saying. That, that, yeah. that, that's where I'm at. You. And so if somebody, if somebody says if running back is a position of need, they're like, they're, that's because that's where I'm at too, where you are, which is like, it's not one this year. Like we could get better there, but like, that's not a, we got Tony Pollard. We got Ronald Jones. Like we have, we got guys. Um, So yeah, I don't think that's not a, that's not a pressing need to me. And when I say wide receiver, I mean the same thing because you still got a whole bunch of people, you know, courting, courting Dakota over there. You got Dennis Houston courting him. You got Simi Fioco, <laughs> you know, uh, you, you you got, uh, what's my, Jalen, um, uh, what's what's our third round receiver that we got last year? Um, oh, Jalen, Jalen Tolbert. Jalen Tolbert. Sorry, I'm so Sorry. like into the draft right now. I hear Jalen and I'm like, Jalen Hyatt. There's no, there's no yeah. other Jalen. And, and you got Michael Gallup, then you got CeeDee Lamb. So you got bodies, you know, but do you got studs you know i mean that's why i'm looking at a quentin quentin johnson because yeah. you put quentin johnson in a, in a slot brother cool with cd lamb on the other slot with with brandon cooks on, on the other slot michael gallup i mean uh, brandon cooks in the in on the outside michael gallup on the outside hey let's go let's go i mean that looks nasty yeah um, for sure yeah, and I just think that there's like there's a pretty good chance. I know it sounds scary, but it's a pretty good chance, you know, either Michael Gallup is not gonna like we're gonna find out that the real Michael Gallup is closer to last season than pre-injury Michael Gallup. The the chances are pretty high that it's like it's either we're either gonna find that out or like somebody's gonna get hurt and we're gonna be like, Man, we got two receivers, you know, and man, we should have drafted one. So uh Wide receiver is absolutely a position in need. Absolutely. Quinn Johnson would be a good one. I'm really high on Zay Flowers. You know, I'm I'm like peak Zay Flowers, you know, you know, uh uh feelings like right now. Um I feel I feel stronger about that being a good pick at 26 than than I have up to this point. Um I'd be I'd be happy to see them nab him at 26 too. Yeah, I like it. I like it. So we, we've already said that the, these are the positions that we feel like need to be filled in the draft. Um, it To me, I just feel like the, 
I don't see us drafting a I, I just don't see us drafting a tight end with 26. And that's the only thing that I don't see happening. But I gotta say this, man. Um I was listening to Steven in the press conference. It just feels to me that that they're gonna make a business decision. I feel like they're gonna jump up to package to get their guy. You think they're gonna move up in the first round? I do. You think so? I do. I, I mean, it wouldn't. And I it think wouldn't guys, Bajon. I love what Jerry said. We said we might move up. We might move down. We might stay put. Right? Something like that. It yeah. made me think about uh, this old stand-up comedian. He's passed. He's he's since passed away. He had a he had a joke. He was like talking about some some rock band that he was in or something. And he was like, "You either loved us or you hated us or you thought we were okay." <laughs> well that's that's that pretty much covered it yeah it pretty much covered it all but but the reason why i say that is steven was making he was saying you know we don't know what tony's gonna be you know after coming back from the injury we don't know if we're gonna keep tony long term we would like to you know um so he just made it sound like hey our guy is Bajan. And, you know, of course, Bajan's been around the star training with Micah. You know, we could, I, I did the piece, what does it all mean? We could, we could try to read into it and go. And you were trying so hard to manifest this. You were just trying so I, I hard. I don't, to I'm just, it. I mean, really. I, honestly, like, I can see it in his eye. I can see it in his eye. They're going to trade up. Honestly, if we didn't get Bajan, I'm cool as long as he don't go in our, in, in our conference. Golly, if he doesn't go in, in the East, I'm good. I just don't want him going in the East. Um, but the guy I really want is, oh, and I gotta say it, uh, either Darnell Wright or Quinn Johnson. Yeah. Cut the deck which, for me. Which Darnell Wright is such a boring pick. Oh man, <laughs> such a boring pick. But like, it's a good pick. It's a good. It's a good pick. Yeah. So all right, Lee. Th- this is this is it. Before we get ready to get out of here and get on our parting shots. Um, knowing everybody, knowing their history, knowing the Cowboys' history, do you think that there's a splash about to happen, a trade about to happen? No, no, I don't think so. I don't think. I think that there's definitely a history there, but I mean, it's been a while. Has it been since? When was the last splash? Morris Claiborne? I mean, was that the last, like, splash? Well, yeah, I mean, because, you know, Steven Steven was saying that they've been blessed to have Tony and Dak, and most teams only move up for a draft pick when, you know, they need a quarterback, right? Yeah. So that's why that's there. You know, that's that's the reason why that's there. Yeah, Um, I don't – I mean, it wouldn't surprise me at all, at all. But I don't – I don't see them doing it. You know, I think um, there's just really only a couple guys that, t- to me, it's even conceivable, you know, to see them trading up and getting, you know, like maybe, maybe they, you know, know that Quentin Johnston is like, I don't, I don't think that they're going to like Quentin Johnston. That's not somebody that they're just going to move up to 15 to get. I could see them, you know, catching wind that Quentin Johnston's going at 25, you know, and you know, hopping up to twenty-four or something like that. You know what I mean? Like giving up, I don't know, if a fourth rounder 
you know, would do that. If you could, with a fourth rounder, like move up two or three spots, probably something like that. Um, you know, I could see that happening. I could see, you know, I could see them jumping up for Bijan, but like, I don't think they're gonna, I don't, I think it, that's another situation like where I just, I couldn't see them, you know, I couldn't see them jumping up super high in the draft. Cause I mean, like even to get to 15, like you're gonna have to give up. Like that's gonna take a third rounder, you know, in order to do that. I mean, you can like go even, one, two, you can go one, two, two. You can go one, two this year, and then two in, in next year's draft, and you got it. That's a lot. So you're saying you're giving up 26, and you're giving up 58, and then a second rounder next year. So basically, like, I think the way I, I think the way teams think about this is like a second rounder next year is worth is the same thing as a third rounder this year. Like, it's not the exact same thing, but I think they generally like think yeah, about them as they being would, around. We would have to give up a one, two, three in this draft to get up to a nine to get Bajan. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, and I don't they're think, just not gonna, I don't think they're doing anything like that, right? No, I, I, I don't, I don't see them mortgaging the farm like that. I don't see them mortgaging the farm. And everybody I do, else, I, I mean, it's see, like. I do see them making a splash this year, answering my question. I see them making a splash this year. And I'm talking about what you just said, moving up three spots, you know, moving up two, three spots to yeah. get their guy. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah. and I, I see that's him. the only thing I see happening. That's the only thing I see happening because everybody else is like quarterback, it's tackle, it's cornerback, and like those just those aren't holes that we need to fill. So I just don't see them. I don't see the, I don't see him doing that. You know. So I think it's like what you, it's like what you're saying. You know. Two, I don't. I, I can see him moving up, but it's going to be two, three, four spots. You know, Max. Yeah, it's not. It's not going to be nine, ten. I mean, it, it is what it is. Hey, Bajan goes to ten. If he goes to the Eagles at ten which I really don't think that's going to happen. I could see him going to the commanders before I saw him going to the Eagles. Um, but if he went to the to the, the Eagles at 10, I, I would be, you know, hey, it just is what it is. They took him. You know what I'm saying? I We're we going to beat him. We, we're not going to – I mean, we're not going to sit here and cry about it. We're just going to fortify ourselves to beat him. So here's the last thing, uh, and then we, we need to definitely get on our parting shots. Last thing, um, who do you think is going to be the biggest guy that falls? Like, who who you think? Because there's going to yeah. be somebody who falls. It's going to be somebody who falls. Yeah. Who do you think um, that guy's going to be? To me, that's an e- easy answer. And I'm and it's not easy because I think it's a guarantee that he's going to fall. Um, but uh, Tyree Wilson, um, I think, I, I think uh, you know, there's I've seen tons of mocks that have him going top, you know, six seven you know in the draft that's you know I've, i think i've seen a couple of him going top five um you know in tons where he's going top 10 and i mean he just he just looks like a three four defensive end like a good one but a three four defensive end and you know he's sort of masquerading as an under no hate you know on tyree wilson like i think he's gonna be a good football player but you don't you don't draft three four defensive ends and i mean he's he looks like a five technique to me he doesn't look like an edge you know um, he's, you know, he's kind of, he's a bull rusher. He does not have, you know, a quick first step. Um, he's, I, I see him as being somebody who, um, you know, get, gets a fair, could get a fair number of pressures from that, from that in position, but he doesn't really, I don't, you, you gotta, you gotta have a ton of bends. Um, you gotta be able to, 
you know, you gotta, you gotta be able to finish. And I don't really see him, you know, as a finisher from the edge. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm just guessing that others that, that scouts are seeing some, some similar things that what I'm seeing. I just like, I look at him and I see, I mean, he's like, what, like six, six, two eighty, something like that. Like, uh, he just doesn't really seem like he's got the, 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 the tools that you typically see at a premium, um, you know, premium edge, you know, prospect. So I could see him falling, you know, into the yeah, 20s. I think I, that wouldn't shock I, me. I, I was looking at it and I, you know, I think everybody is super high on Zay now. You know, Zay is the flowers. He, I mean, Zay flowers, he is the, the uh, flavor of the month. And I think, you know, Jackson has always been everybody's number one uh, receiver. So I think Quentin is going to be the odd man out. You know, I think Quentin is going to be the one that drops. And if he dropped down here and we put a star on that man's helmet, y'all are in trouble. Rest of the yeah. league is in trouble. Just is yeah. what it is. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. Man, let's give it to me, man. Give me your parting shots. Yeah, so I was over the last few days lamenting the fact that I missed the last podcast, you know, where you, you, you got into it and talked about Dak. So I just want to get in a quick one. And this is my... Uh, this is my big G burner for those of you who who know about the who know the Know It Alls podcast. Big G on there, and he's always got these crazy takes. And we call him Big G Burners. Um, my big G burner is Dak will get MVP, MVP votes this year. Um, I'm not saying he's going to be the MVP, uh, and I'll I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. There will be halfway through the season. There will be he'll be in the MVP conversation. He'll be top. You know top. Five and MVP odds. I like and it. That's my I like shot. it. Talk spicy. We getting. So- hey, getting this dude's got spicy. receivers now. We've seen. We've seen. All right, mini rant, real quick, and so I'm gonna keep it short. I've said it before. This past season, he did not have any receivers. He had one receiver. Previous three seasons, he averages. He averages. He averages over 300 yards passing a game. That is elite production. And he's in the MVP conversation in those years. In particular, the year whenever he got hurt. Was that like six games into the season or something like that? Five yeah. games into the season? I don't know if that's early. That's a third of the way through the season. Like, you know, guys guys fall off. But I'm not saying he's not Patrick Mahomes. But it's like you even, you even look at his playoff numbers versus a guy like Joe Burrow, who it's just like, you know, widely considered to be just this incredibly – um, you know, clutch, you know, quarterback, their numbers are pretty much identical in the playoffs. It's like these different narratives and stories that we tell ourselves, you know, Dak is in that spotlight. Everybody knows, you know, week to week, we're big NFL fans. You might not know what what's what the Los Angeles Rams did that weekend, you know, or the Browns, you know, you didn't you didn't watch the Browns game, you know, and you didn't you didn't catch the highlights. You don't you don't know what happened in that game. Every but every NFL fan knows what happened in the Cowboy game, whether Dak threw a pick, whether they, you know, were ahead and coughed it up, right? And whether it was Dak's fault. Everybody knows that. That is the most difficult job in sports is a quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And everybody knows when you make a mistake. Dak is not Pat Mahomes, but he is a really good quarterback. Really good quarterback. Top six, seven, you know, easily, easily. That's his, that's his floor. Easy. Well, again, I you you're talking spicy, you're talking saucy, and guess what? 
I agree. I totally agree with you, man. I totally agree. Uh, my parting shot, you know, and I'm going to keep this brief, is, you know, I mean, as we're getting ready for the, the uh, NFL draft, I'm reminded that if you want to be good at something, you got to put in the time. You can't want to be good at something. You have to work to be good at something. It takes 10,000 hours for you to actually be a professional at something. So, you know, a lot of these kids and young men, their dream was to make it to the league. There was a lot of people that came around them that helped them to get there. I'm just telling you, one of the things that I would tell you guys that's listening to the podcast, make sure your core is good. Make sure your team is good because you're only going to go as far as the people around you is going to be able to take you. It's not just talent is never enough. Talent is never enough. Character and hard work are a part of it, man. So if you're a young kid, you're out there, you're listening to the podcast, make sure that you're doing your due diligence, you're working, but also look at the people you hang around. Watch watch out for the people you hang around because those people can take you, you know, how they can take you low. And if you look at, I mean, I, I, I say this all the time, Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player to ever play it. But LeBron James is one of the greatest men that I've ever seen in, in sporting um, mm. events and in, in, in a sport ever. He brought his friends, his friend group from high school are all millionaires because he brought them with him. He he put them through school. He made sure that they had, you know what I'm saying? And they insulate him. They keep him, they keep him safe. You know what I'm saying? Those are things that you have to look at. So watch your friend group. You know what I'm saying? Bad company corrupts good character. It always happens, man. This is your boy Mod, man. This is Tom. I'm telling you guys, man. Look, we are Stoked for this draft, man. I'm telling you, we are stoked. Um, we're here at the Cowboys Global Cast, FFSN. Definitely you subscribe to this podcast. Get it wherever you get all of your audio podcasts, Stitcher, uh, iTunes, uh, you know, of course, Apple Music, Google Play, uh, all of those places you can find us. Amazon, we're there, man. Make sure you get in with us, man. And for myself and for Tom, we like to thank you guys for, for hanging out with us and giving us the time of day. And man, go Cowboys. We'll talk to you on the other side of the draft. Peace.